we now welcome on to episode five of the Sparta podcast. None other than do do people call you Liz? Is it like Liz Hicks or Elizabeth Hicks? Elizabeth yeah. sounds so formal. It does. Liz. Liz is good. Liz yeah. is six yeah. Okay, so Liz Hicks, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on today. How are you doing? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Oh, I'm doing spectacular. Better now that I'm back on the mic and it's great to have sports feeling like they're kind of coming back now. I, I went and took photos at a men's soccer preseason event and that is kind of what you're doing these days, correct? Exactly. Yeah, we are in the middle of our, our preseason, so very busy, lots going on, but it, it feels great to be back. Tell us, so you're in Chilliwack doing all your training there right now. So are you like back and forth between Langley and Chilliwack or is it mostly just there? Yeah, we got into Chilliwack a couple of days ago. We're actually running a sports camp in the mornings with um, a nonprofit organization called Team Up. So we're doing that in the mornings and then we hit the field in the afternoons and um, all the girls are staying together out there. So we're together all the time which is great for our team bonding and that's kind of what our next week looks like wow how about that eh so you have a pretty young team now Uh, as we know university programs go through uh different classes of recruiting can be really big and you said something like you had like 20 new recruits coming in this year or something like that yeah we have 10 first years this year um and then combined with the ones from last year during our little covid season we had the covid uh, babies yeah uh, 20 20 first and second years all together and we have a team of 33 so a lot of young players but it's very exciting very exciting seeing how the team is going to be going forward that must be that must be quite interesting you being i believe you're the you're the oldest player on the team now right um, yes, me and my teammate, Gabby Short, we were yeah. in our sixth year, um, technically. <laughs> okay. So like, what, what does that mean for you and Gabby mm-hmm. as like, I guess like the most, having the most seniority on the team, like how does that adjust your kind of outlook this year versus your technical fourth year? Right. Yeah, it is. It is very different. I would say we, we have a lot more responsibilities uh, to take on just with, you know, organizing things off the field, making sure girls know where they're supposed to be and what they're supposed to be doing and, and kind of monitoring things off the field. But, and then on the field, we're, you know, responsible for setting the tone and making sure girls are focused and engaged. So I would definitely say just more responsibilities. And, you know, we've been here the longest, so we know, we know how things run and yeah, it's been, it's been different, but it's been very cool. I see. So one, one constant throughout your entire time playing at Trinity Western has been Graham Roxburgh, who is the, the coach of the women's soccer team. Could you tell us like, what, what is Graham's, does Graham's outlook on like how he, how he manages the team, does that change with this completely different look Mm -hmm. with this roster? Yeah, I would. I've had Graham as my coach for my whole five years here, and he's been great. Um, he's very consistent. So I would say he he runs a tight ship, and for the most part, he's he's got his philosophy and he's he's got his ways, and he sticks with them. Um, even with our our new roster, he 
you know, he's got the same game plans and he, he puts girls in where he thinks they'll fit best. So um, I would say that's pretty much the same for this year. Um, he's, he's worked tirelessly with his assistant coach, just even through the COVID stuff, um, making sure, you know, he's got stuff for us to do, making sure the level is still high and we're still working, even though, you know, there's no season to work towards. So, um, it's really exciting. And I know he's very excited, um, for this upcoming fall when we do get to play. So, yeah, something that was like, actually like a really big, seemed to be a really big trend for Spartans as a whole. Mm-hmm. was sparta culture so like our our like varsity gym technically but uh commonly known as sparta for athletes and tw goers but um i i just wanted to ask like cole hergott has mm-hmm. completely like taken charge of the ship he is like his his tw strength uh mm-hmm. instagram is always popping off yeah, uh, and we, we it seems like like workout engagement for Spartans has never been at such a high level. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's that this is something that's going on like across all universities? Because I guess for, for you guys as student athletes, you didn't have, you didn't, you didn't get to compete. So right. like, do you think, do you think like just fitness culture was completely just bumped up for student athletes as a whole, or is that just like a Sparta thing? Absolutely. I I do. I do think so. I mean, even with the early stages of COVID, when we couldn't train as a group, you, you had to rely on just going out and doing things yourself. And, and that was going to a field and kicking, kicking a ball against, I remember kicking it against a wall just to myself or doing runs on my own. And, and when we did get to get in the gym, fitness was a huge thing because you, you can't lose, you can't lose your fitness. You gotta stay strong um when you lose it it's hard to to gain back but I think something special about um our whole Spartan program is is the culture we have and Cole has done an amazing job at creating this culture around Spartan you know just the words he's put up on the walls and you know the little rules he has you know come on time um you know you got to wear a Spartan shirt little things like that create create a culture and I think it's very very special what Cole has done and he's put in countless hours with our team and I have no doubt other teams so um yeah he has made Sparta a very a very cool place and a special place and I think going forward it's gonna be a great benefit to all the athletes Mm -hmm. on top of all the Spartan stuff Mm-hmm. What was this last year like for you just personally? Obviously, like you take you take the competitive nature out of your life almost entirely. Like your yeah. only competitive outlet is playing against your teammates and you didn't really like get to have a full competitive outlet doing that. So like what what was this last year like for you? Oof, wow, this last year it almost feels like a blur looking back at it. Um it, it was like nothing I've ever experienced. I mean, athletes all around the country weren't allowed to play their sport. And I don't know if that's ever happened before, but um, yeah, it was very difficult and hard to wrap your head around. And I think COVID was a big, it tested your mental strength more than anything else, just because you had to create a mindset. You know, for me, it was my senior year. So it's like, okay, how am I going to look at this situation? And I know I had tons of conversations with my teammate, Kristen Sakaki, and it was just like, we need to find the silver lining in every situation or else this next year will be miserable. And, you know, I'm grateful for Graham because Graham 
tried to keep the competitive spirit alive. And whenever we could do something as a team or in a small group, we did it. And I remember him telling me like, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to make this, this year, um, a benefit to you guys. And yeah, I'm very grateful for my team. Um, you know, even the out of town girls came back into town in the fall and we, we tried to facilitate, um, a season with no, uh, Canada West title or U sports title at the end of it. And, you know, my, my team rallied, rallied behind us and they showed up to every practice, every game, um, competing as hard as they could. So I am very, very grateful for them. And overall, I think my mental strength was tested, but you know, I'm looking at the light at the end of the tunnel now. So it's kind of cool that we've come, we've come full circle. <laughs> totally. Mm-hmm. And I think that leads in great to just talking about this upcoming season. Like you must be so excited to get back on the field. So excited. I, uh, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. I can't even put it into words how excited I am to play in a season again. It's going to be great. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about like, like what are some of your expectations for this year? Obviously like you can't really walk into a season like this with, that many expectations because it's a young team mm-hmm. you're coming off probably probably the weirdest year that our lives will ever see mm-hmm. what like what do you make of this yeah I think it's important to focus on us as a team I think it's really easy to you know look at other teams and say oh what has this team been doing what has this team been doing um we've been just trying to focus on ourselves and making sure behind the scenes and when no one's watching, because when we finally do get to play, um, it will show all the work we've put in. So um, our team is young, but I think that could work to our benefit. I'm so excited about the younger girls that are starting to step up and even the third and fourth years that are coming up and becoming leaders. Like that's been one of the most rewarding things for me as a sixth year. I've been with these girls, their whole journey as a Spartan and they're turning into amazing leaders. And for me, when I do leave, I, I know those girls will have the team and they'll lead it well, but I think I can, I can say that we're tighter than we've ever been before. And that's really cool because um, we've got a great, a great culture in the sense of togetherness and, you know, that's great off the field. We all get along, but you know, that does translate on the field and, you know, you'll put in an extra run down the line for the person beside you and you'll, you'll put your body in front of a ball. If it means you'll, you'll block it. And you know, my goalkeeper, Hannah, you know, if I block it and she doesn't have to like, that's, that's important to me. So I think that sense of unity and togetherness we have is going to work to our benefit. And it's really cool because it's a great group this year. We're young. We all get along great. And I think it's going to translate when we play in the fall. That sense of like togetherness is something that like actually really surprises me just because you take out the layer of stuff like team travel and stuff like that. How Mm -hmm. does that, how does that carry on through a year where all you do is train together where it's like so easy to get frustrated with each other and uh, just bored of each other in a sense. No, exactly. Yeah. Taking out the travel has been different because we do go on a lot of trips as a team, but um, I would say we're still surrounded by each other and we, we still trained every day um, throughout the fall and the spring. And it was a great opportunity for us to almost lean on each other. Like oh, I'm having a tough go today or whatever. And we were leaning on each other instead of going up against each other and butting heads. So um, I think that was, yeah, a really good test for our team because now I think coming into this season, 
um, we've gone through that adversity together. And I think that adversity is going to now make us stronger coming into coming into our season. But yeah, I can just tell um, with our preseason so far, just how willing girls are to work for each other, do things behind the scenes for each other. And we just, we all get along, we all get along great. So yeah, I think it's going to end up working to our benefit. Yeah. Hundred percent. You also have some preseason games coming up soon. Uh, I believe there's some pretty interesting uh, opponents you're going to be playing. You're going to be playing like Seattle Pacific, uh, Western Washington. I don't know if those are fully uh, coming through, but yeah, we we are supposed to. We usually play Western Washington and Seattle Pacific in our preseason. So I'm not super optimistic that we're going to be. Yeah. Able- unfortunately with the border situation but um we still have some good competition here we've got ubc on our schedule which is always a great game um you know i think the plan is to go to edmonton and play grant McEwen in university of calgary so some really good canada west um opposition i think sfu was on there as well and we've never played sfu before so um still some great competition even even if we can can't get across the border so is there is there a certain travel destination when you're playing that's like the hardest to play at? Like, would it be like a Calgary because it's like cold and it's like November or something? That's a good question. I want to say I want to say going to Alberta is a tough one. Um, Calgary was tricky last year. Their field maybe wasn't in the best shape. So, you know, that's always difficult. And the weather change, the weather change is a big one for us because we, we do get the nice weather here. Um, but, you know, going even just to, to UBC, you know, they got a big stadium, they've got their big, their big turf field. And, you know, UBC is, is always an intense game for us. There's a good rivalry there. So I would say those two teams um, definitely, definitely test us. And it's, it's great. Good competition. Yeah. Okay. So you got games pretty quick when you entered your first year. That's pretty rare. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I looked at your, I looked at your like stats from year to year and you played something like 14, you played something like 14 games in your second year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was fortunate coming in in my first year. Um, I'm a center back. I came in as a center back and I played most of my first year as a holding center mid actually. Um, uh, a girl got injured. Unfortunately, that's the reality of our sport injuries do happen. So with that, I kind of filled the uh, holding center mid position. And as a first year, I, it, you know, being in a position I wasn't as familiar with, it was, it was a test for me and it was crazy. And thinking back, it was so long ago. Um, but it was a great experience for me. And then going into my second year, I kind of filled in the center back position when, uh, one of the older girls graduated and that was kind of more comfortable for me. And, and ever since then, I've been lucky enough to have had that, that position all the way through. And um, yeah, I'm super, super grateful for that. And, and the opportunity to play quite a bit in my, in my first year. What would you say from your first to fifth slash sixth year now mm-hmm. of playing U sports soccer? Like what's the biggest difference you've seen in your game? In my game. Oh, so many things, Tyler, let me tell you. <laughs> Um, a big thing that comes to my mind is my confidence. And I remember coming in, you know, super timid, super nervous. I'm playing with, you know, girls I look up to and girls that are established in their game. And it's, it's, 
you know, it was very cool to watch them play. And then, you know, obviously me and my confidence not being super high and being very doubtful of myself. And, you know, in the past I'd struggled with the self-talk and being hard on myself, um, jumping into a starting center back position, I had to be loud and confident and I had to instruct girls where to go. You know, my, my position, I, I do a lot of that and I'm almost like a quarterback. I'm, I can see the whole field where I, where I stand. So I got to be telling girls things all the time. So I think throughout the years, it's been girls helping me out and, you know, believing in me, seeing potential in me and just taking me under their wing and, and helping me see that confidence in myself. And, and I'm very grateful for it because now, you know, I'm going into my sixth year and, I'm, you know, I'm pretty established and, and confident in myself and, and that will go into other areas of my life as well. That's kind of the cool thing about sport is that you learn things about yourself and you'll take that with you for the rest of your life. So, um, yeah, definitely that's a big one for me. And then just my, my technical, my technical abilities and, and my mental, um, soccer IQ, I would say just knowing the game and being a smart player and, you know, knowing, knowing what to do at the right times and being, yeah, a smart player and a technical player and just maturing over time, I would say. Yeah. And like one thing with that too, is I've noticed you sports soccer. The biggest thing I noticed when I first watched, cause you don't think it's like a super high level, especially if you're like someone who like didn't grow up playing that much. Like I just played like a little bit of ragtag soccer here and there, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, the speed mm. of like the ball movement, the speed of the players. That's right. the first thing I notice when I, when you watch, you're like, oh my gosh, like this is a high, high level of soccer that you wouldn't think you wouldn't think is like going to blow your socks off, but it does blow mine off every time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And even talking to, you know, girls who first joined the team, like, oh, what's the biggest difference between, um, you know, coming to this team and, and your youth team. And they always say it's the speed of the game, just how Ooh. fast we play and everything's off one and two touch and the movement after you play. And I mean, obviously I'm used to it by now, but you know, going up against good teams and, you know, even the physicality was something I noticed going from youth to university level, just how physical girls are and how much you, you know, you got to put your body on the line. You got to get up for headers. And, you know, I go up against big, strong forwards. So I have to be, you know, a big, strong um, defender, just, um, just those things, I think definitely were, were big differences coming, coming into that. So yeah, you are right about that. We, yeah. it's pretty fast pace. <laughs> it is very quick. And, and part of that too, is like Graham, mm -hmm. uh, I think he does prioritize like the one, two touch soccer, mm -hmm. like very strictly. And so like, does that help in like your team's unity because like you're putting a lot of trust in each other by just whipping the ball around, getting everyone so involved. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Um, when you play that style, uh, you, you have to trust your team hundred percent and you got to believe that player is going to be there when I play the ball and you know, she'll know what to do with it. So yeah, even as a center back, I'm dishing the ball out all the time, just like, you know, trusting my six will be there to receive it or you know my fullback will be there if I if I need extra support so that style of play I definitely think um has helped us has helped us definitely with our unity and also just the side conversations we've got to have you know as a back four we're a unit together and we we need to pretty much be on the same page all the time so you know it's connecting off the field so we can play better on the field and and that style of play has has made us very close 
as well. Well, I cannot wait to see it in action come. I believe September 10th is the, the home opener, correct? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm counting down the days, Tyler. That, that day is circled in my mental calendar. Uh-huh. I can't believe I'm, I'm usually really bad at remembering days like <laughs> you this. You got it. You got it this yeah. time. I guess, I, guess, I guess it is a really big deal. And yeah. if you're listening, you should totally be there, right? You should be there. Oh, yes, you should. It'll be great. 100%. Anyways, uh, Liz, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on. We're so excited to see you uh, back in action along with the uh, rest of the TW women's soccer team. So I guess that's going to wrap up episode five of the Sparta podcast. And uh, I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Bye bye for now. Thank you.